Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, this is Dan Gilbazan, and you're listening to the GeekCast Radio Network. Jazz here, and I am so digging the GeekCast Radio Network. Cliff Jumper, commence countdown. Five, four, three. Now, Toycast. Oh, yes. Listen in to the only toy podcast you will ever need. Hello, and welcome to Toycast. This is episode 143. I am, of course, TF Joan Mike. Joining me almost as always is Josh the Floorburger. Hello, sir. Welcome to 2022. Yes, it is 2022. So what are we talking about today? This is a new year. I haven't been here since, like, the fall. Yeah, I don't know. All of our fall plans got pushed off a year because every time that we got to the point of, oh, hey, let's talk about trapper keepers and falling leaves and whatever. Oh, wait, it's past school time. Or, oh, wait, it's past the, oh, oh Christmas, Christmas, screw Christmas, Christmas. Coal for everybody. You know? So. It, it, well, one of the... Reasons why a lot of podcasts die is that you can have the best schedule, you can have the best plan, and then real life hits. Yeah. And, yeah. and you, you had some major life changes, yeah. and uh, you know, I'm not saying that no, I, no, no. I had I, it I, harder, but... Yeah, no, 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 I, I know. Yeah, no, I, you know, for those that don't know, for those that haven't heard the last two episodes I recorded... Uh, uh, my wife unexpectedly passed away. Yeah, I'm real and sorry about that, bud. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, and, and for some reason you think talking to me is going to somehow make you feel better. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> well, uh, So what have you been up to, sir? Uh, I think right around the time we we last recorded, like maybe September, yeah. I started working two extra jobs outside of my my teaching job. 
and the first job, as mentioned, I th- I think was published at one point was the toy shop. Yep, Times, Times Past, Past Collectibles. Yep. And the other one was running my own pub trivia business out of a bar nearby. Yep. And I didn't think that two days a week would be very difficult on my already <laughs> busy schedule, but two days a week is uh, is a lot uh, on my schedule. So pretty much devoted myself to both of those two different jobs in addition to my other job and then trying to actually be a husband and a son and all those other things. And yeah, it's been it's been a little crazy. I, I got behind in a lot of things. Yep. Hey, I mean, I think, you know, for everything that's happened in 2021 and, you know, we're just now starting 2022, ToyCast has had (laughs) 100 well, so I said this is episode 143, folks, and it actually is episode 143. It kind of jumped from 114 to 141 because I looked at our catalog of content on our service that, you know, hosts the files and posts you know that where i where everybody that's listening to this on their podcatchers gets it and they're like yeah by the way you have 140 episodes on the server and i'm like oh really okay well then it's not episode 115 it's episode 141 <laughs> so we, we jumped we, we jumped a few episodes but that's okay uh, but yeah, I mean, episode 100 to 114 and then 141 to 143 now, uh, 2021 going into 2022, the show kind of kept up until things kind of faded away there at the end. But ToyCast is not going to spend another seven years off the shelf. We are still here. We are still talking toys. Um, what was your most wanted Christmas thing that you got the one that i wanted more than anything else but i actually yeah. got it yeah i i did get the the pudgy pig did you, have you have you oh seen that God. the yes. power, Ranger, power rangers lightning collection yes. okay that, that was that was exciting for me that was one of the first major monsters that i remember from power rangers growing up I, I was really excited to get that. I got that from my sister-in-law and her boyfriend, which was pretty exciting. Uh, I also got the G2 rendition of the Transformers Generation Selects Megatron, the green and purple tank. amazingly 90s tank that yeah. is totally set up to look ridiculous. There's nothing quite as realistic as a lime green purple pop <laughs> basically the color of, of purple soda and with neon orange highlights that that just sort of made made the whole whole day to sit there christmas morning with this <laughs> neon green transforming tank uh, it's so funny you say that because i didn't get that because i've never actually wanted that megatron <laughs> but uh one of my Christmas gifts from my late wife was I was able to go on to eBay and find uh, – did I buy them separately or together? I forget. Anyway, 
So Funko has the art series where it's, you know, various characters just repainted in various colors and whatever. And you're going to like this because it's cool and it relates to something that we both enjoy. I was able to finally, after looking at them and looking at them and looking at them and not having them, get the pop art series Masters of the Universe number 16 and 17 the Green Gray Skull He-Man and the Purple Snake Mountain Skeletor. So we both got green and purple stuff for Christmas because this is by far the best Skeletor Funko Pop I've ever seen. <laughs> I, I think we can agree, though. Those are some good color combinations. I'm looking at some other ones right now. Yeah. There, there's a few other G2 renditions I would hope to get one day. I'll have to send them to you at some point. Yep. Just these unrealistic recolorings of, of real-life vehicles that just don't work in any way. Yeah, are no. so amazing. Generation 2, because it was the 90s, was all about the magic of the cybernetic space cube and the horrific neon colors. And almost 30 years later, we can look back on them and just say, that was amazing, wasn't it? And we can just all lie to ourselves. Well, at, at Kane County, I, I don't know if you're familiar with G2 Space Case. I'll see if I can mm-hmm. send you a link real quick. No, I know. I've I've seen I've seen them. Yeah. It, it looks like if it doesn't give you a headache, you might start suffering some sort of neurological um, malfunction just because of just how garish the colors and the pattern is on it. But I had to mm-hmm. pick it up. It was complete for five bucks at a table i couldn't pass it up and then the color changers are the next ones i'm looking for drench and, and GoBots. oh wow and i think Jetstorm might be on that as well they're, they're they just have those great not pastel but like turquoise and and purple and and i don't know how to describe those colors but they're just <laughs> outstanding 1995 Generation 2 Space Case. Yeah, that is very pastel. <laughs> that was 95? Yes. That I'm was looking, 95. Yeah, I'm looking at it here on, on the Transformers TFWiki.net. And yeah, that was very, very pastel. Oh, check uh, out Drench, 1993. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, and, I, and I love, for uh, you, you may or may not know, this but the uh tfwiki.net is the literally the uh one place most of all transformers should go and they do uh various quote you know they do little captions under some of the images the the first uh generation two space case lucky luckily i wore my joe namath (laughs) netted slingshot deco i'm like oh god now, I know that's. Do you know who David Willis is? Yes, David Willis, the guy who did Short Packed and all that. Yep, he yeah. he he created. He run. He does. I don't know if he runs it. I don't want to speak out of turn, but basically, yes, David Willis was the one that kind of started TF Wiki. And there's so many of these captions that you're speaking of that I think are. Yeah. If they're not written by him, they are definitely in his stylings. Oh yeah. But that that's. One of the reasons I love TF Wiki, but the Generation 2 figures in general are just 
a ton of fun. Some really innovative with their articulation. If you look at some of them, mm-hmm. uh, Laser Rod Optimus Prime, which they're remaking. Is yes. Uh, even yeah. even the aforementioned Space Case and his brethren, like Hooligan, all very much in that same style where they ha- they're using ball joints for, I would think, almost the first time. It's almost like a, a what would you call it? Not precedent, but something that yeah. came right before Beast Wars, because Beast Wars was 96 or 97? 96, yep. Yeah. Which, yeah. all right, go ahead. Yeah, I, I love the, uh, so I'm looking at the uh, shattered glass version of Drench and the toy that they show. The caption under it, not shattered glass Drench, this universe Drench, this is universe Drench, who doesn't really exist at all. There is no picture here, and we never had this conversation. <laughs> Where's that one? I will send it to you. Because okay. uh, I'm, I'm looking at a version of Drench, but it's just the, the, oh, the stuff they were coming up with. Can, how do I do this? Hey, welcome back, Floor Burger, to uh, using Skype and chat and <laughs> trying not to have dead air during a podcast. That's why I'm laughing. Um because I'm sitting here struggling. Thanks. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I just thought about. Okay, we're going to go to the disambiguate. Uh, wow. Disambiguation. Did yeah, I even say that right? Did I say it right that time? The second time, yes. Go me. Go you. All right, hmm. I'm just going to have to type it in at this point. SG, there we go. There you go. It should have taken you right to the link that I... Oh, I... Anyway, never mind. Oh, I got it. I got it. I found it. Yeah. It's just crazy. So, yeah. So, everything changed. The more things change, folks, the more they stay the same. I'm still an imbecile. It works. (laughs) It works. Oh, Lord. Basically, it's it's like several of the Bayformers. Like you mm-hmm. have no idea how they go together, but at some point it just works. <laughs> That's kind of how I function on a daily basis. Yep. I don't need to see Transformers insides on the outside. Thank you very much. Uh. <laughs> you know, I, I'll I'll say that those designs were great in the first movie. I remember being really wowed by the Bayformer designs, but I. Without a doubt, by Transformers Eight, Electric <laughs> Blue, whatever it was, I, the last night uh, with Mark Wahlberg. That okay? So yeah, that was four and five. So that was Age of Extinction and the last night. Whatever a joke. I, it, it just was getting to be a bad joke at that point. <laughs> yeah, I, I hate. I hate to say it. It just. It, it was just a bad joke, but. It, the, the designs just got old. They didn't work. Yeah. There were some pretty creative Transformers early on. There was the tow truck, I think, from the first movie that I, I is still one of my favorites, although it disappeared with time. But that's about it. That's my tangent for Transformers. Here we go. Next topic. What are we doing? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, should, shall there? we have any commentary on the ridiculousness that was the toy community in 2021? Or should we just oh. skip over? Oh my God! 
See, I try not to to pay attention to that. I just try to like I don't want to be oblivious to it, but I don't want to be that person that has to pay attention to every single thing that every single person said because we are all supposed to love toys and I what would you like to bring up because honestly I know there was a bunch of things but <laughs> I I, I I don't want to get too deep into the weeds on yeah. uh there there's definitely some some topics that have come up recently that I of a new toy line that just finally hit that the the designer and the president for the company for it just really was saying some stuff that I think is unbecoming of someone of his talent. And I'll I'll, I'll leave it at that. Okay. He just made a lot of comments that for someone who's as talented as he is and can have as much potential in the toy industry as he has to. This doesn't have to do with Transformers, does it? No. Okay, good. Because that's a whole other can of worms with a certain convention. But anyway, go ahead. Oh, I I can type it to you if I can remember how to type. Uh, Yeah, no, it's fine. It's it's okay. Uh, (laughs) Well, I don't. Apparently. Apparently, there's been some issues with this person or that company or his uh, related uh, confidants that they don't take kindly to people speaking out against them. So letters are sent out or screenshots of things are sent out with orders. Yeah, There's a lot of allegations and a lot of pictures and stuff that are out there. And you're right. I mean, it it really should be more about having fun and, and... it, it just it's so weird to see stuff that you only see in in modern 21st century politics and, and nonsense yeah. soak itself into toys and it wasn't even about politics it just was similar methodology of trying to get attention and get people to I mean, we're talking about him now so it works <laughs> yeah Transformers had something similar, as I mentioned, with a convention that was supposed to return last year. And now it's I don't know if it's happening this year or next year or whatever. But uh, it was a very famous uh, uh, Transformers convention person that shall not be named. But uh, I was I actually went to the final uh, convention Oh, I didn't actually go to the convention itself. I went to the Stan Bush concert that was held outside the convention, but BotCon in 2016, that was their final convention at the time. And I don't know. It's just, if you're working for a convention, if you're working for a toy company, if you have certain ideas that are your ideas that may or may not be good to share with the world on Twitter. If you have your own personal account, fine, but don't use the, the convention, uh, whatever. Anyway, it's a whole, it's a whole thing and it's just crazy and stupid and whatever. It's like my buddy Ender always used to say, we give you money. You give us stuff like, that's when it comes to certain toy when it comes to toy companies. That's the whole point. You know, they sit here and make this stuff for us to buy. When we buy it, well, there you go. That's that's the thing. I don't know. I, I can't disagree with that mentality. 
it it's it's really interesting to me because in one of these streams that I was watching of these really angry uh, toy collector peoples on YouTube's, um, they were talking about how they felt that toy shelves were starting to look like Soviet Russia. Now, what toy shelves looked like in Soviet Russia, I don't even know because I don't even think they had toy shelves. However, I, I digress. Yeah. He was saying that he felt that every collector should have equal access to buying toys at the same price with the same level of ease and, and availability. And I'm thinking to myself, you're complaining about things looking like Soviet Russia, but you're saying that everybody should have the same opportunity to get what they want for the same price, almost like the community should be supported all at the same level. I was I was starting to see him contradicting himself a little bit there. I don't I don't know if you're yeah. catching along with that. Yeah, no, um, I I got it, I got it. The thing of it is, is that I can only put this in exclusive terms. Specifically to the stuff that I collect, I would love, love to be able to go to Target at lunchtime and see an entire shelf of exclusive TMNT2 Funko Pop Super Shredders with the Target sticker on them. But I know because the Funko balloon hasn't popped yet here's hoping it doesn't but it hasn't popped yet i know if i'm not there at 7:55 or earlier in the morning you know what i mean like oh trust me i the, the exclusive <laughs> thing has been a nightmare but it, yeah it um, has unless unless i am mistaken and i can be corrected in this and i'm at the point in my life where somebody can provide me information that proves my understanding of something wrong so I can enhance my understanding and I can improve what I think and what I know. Right. As far as I understand, a lot of those exclusives, that comes down to the retailers. That's not Hasbro. That's not Mattel. That's not – I guess. They're agreeing to those know. deals, but yeah. Walmart, Walmart will basically say, if you want us to carry your Transformers, you better give us something special because then we're going to buy them at the volume – that you yeah. need them to be bought at, that you can actually turn a profit, that we can turn a profit, but you got to give us some incentive. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm not saying I like it. I'm not saying that yeah. is subjectively good or bad. That's just how it works. And it everybody who's yelling at Hasbro and picking on toy companies, it's not them. It's it's Target and Walmart, but nobody seems to but be mad it, at them. It, it, it is also Hasbro. Oh no, plenty of people get mad at Target and Walmart. They get mad. We get mad at everybody, though. That's the thing. Like, but the thing is, if Hasbro has a deal with Walmart or Target or whatever, part of that deal, as far as I assume it should go, and I'm probably making an ass out of myself when I say this. No, I do that for both of us. Don't worry. If 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 Target wants. This exclusive deal. Hasbro should, in theory, be supplying Target and their multiple chains over the entire continental 48 states or even hell. I don't I don't know what the 
I don't know what the target market again, just you know, whatever is for Alaska and Hawaii, but let's just say the lower 48. Hasbro needs to give them enough product for that exclusive deal so that Target can then have enough. But the third thing that pops into this is the bots and the scalpers and the this and the that and the whatever. Look, I just want one fucking figure. I, I want to get need, I get that. I, I'm you know, not, I don't I don't want like you're not going to get me justifying or, or defending that yeah. corporate practice. It, right. It's just I'm calling a spade a spade yeah. in that what we're seeing is, no, they're not fulfilling all those orders. I don't know if there's really a way to know exactly how many specific collectors like you or me. Funko yeah. is definitely a little bit more collector oriented than, let's say, Transformers. I think we can both agree with that. Oh, yeah. I mean – I said this before. I I had to pass the Walmart electronics department several times a couple of years ago, just waiting for this parent and their child to get away from my Funkos because no kid needs Funkos. Like right on these boxes. All right, I'm gonna pick up Fye exclusive Clark Griswold. Pop movies, Christmas Vacation. It's Clark in his winter suit gear right after he has destroyed the. Which I find this absolutely hilarious. This is a Fye exclusive Funko Pop, and where he destroyed the sled was on the freeway, on the way into the Walmart parking lot in the movie. <laughs> How this is not a Walmart exclusive is beyond me, but whatever. But the point is, is that kids today may go and look at Funko Pops and see maybe G.I. Joe or Transformers or He-Man and fine. No child is going to go. I mean, unless their parents have shown them the movie. No child is going to go into FYE and say, oh, mommy, I want Clark Griswold with the sled. It's more so the father of the family. Oh, look, I rem- I watched it. We watched this movie every Christmas. You know what I mean? You know, it, I don't know. It just seems like, and it even says on the box, uh, uh, does it say collector? I mean, I know it's not going to say collector item, but. No, I. Them up. I'm just trying to see because you know certain things are marketed to specifically be a collector thing, whereas it's not for kids kind of thing. Well, but, NECA or NECA, whatever you want to call yeah, it, NECA, yeah, does say on its packages it's for adults. It is an adult toy, which sounds really weird to say, but it's an adult toy. Yes, and uh, I remember when uh, Maddie Collector was a thing, it did say adult collectible or adult whatever. Yeah. And and there there is that, but one of the things that I've been hearing multiple times, even from Jesse Falcon back in the Toy Biz Marvel Legends days, I'm talking 2004, 2005, he was pretty active in the Foosh message boards, and he interacted with a lot of people, and I got to interact with him a lot. The one thing he did say is that things like exclusives and chase figures, I, I think exclusives basically are chase figures if people buy them. Yeah. Not like the uh, the red Megatron that's out there right now. 
that, yeah. that's everywhere. But yeah. regardless, the the whole idea is to get you and me to go into the store to look for it, whether we find it or not, it does not matter. Yeah. It's just we are statistically more likely to go and purchase, even if it's just a bottle of pop or, mm-hmm. hey, look, I need that thing sitting there on that shelf on that impulse buy because mm-hmm. the odds are high. We will drop that money in some shape or form. So it, it's I, I don't think we're ever going to be happy as adult collectors with the way the retail realm works. It's just never going to be what it was. Yeah. And that's not doom and gloom. Again, I'm just trying to call a spade and spade. I, I, I wish I could go into a toy store right now, a actual functional retail toy store, not just a, uh, essentially a secondhand show, uh, uh, excuse me, a, a secondhand store. Like even like times past times past is a great toy store, but they're not, really focusing on stuff that's on the shelves right now. Right. I'd love to see uh, a Toys R Us come back, a KB Toys come back and not just have, you know, I can think of in my head right now. Okay. If I walk down the toy aisle at target right now, I can see it's like DC transformers. Then a, a, a hair of GI Joe. And then I think masters Ghostbusters. I'm going just down the line of of what's on, on the eggs by me. And then there's all the Eternals figures, which, oh my god, that's terrible. But they're all licensed big-time companies. But I'm looking at the stuff on my shelves, like, I have Mighty Max here. I have VR Troopers, which was its own funny thing. Swamp Thing. I mean, they're all licensed, obviously, but there was just such a variety, a greater variety at different periods of time. We're never going to see that again. No, never. We're never going to see experimental lines, even from a big company like Mattel. We're we're never going to see another Food Fighters. Yeah, I think the thing of it is, is that you know, whether it's a store exclusive for whatever brand. Again, I can only go by what I see and what I pay attention to. Because honestly, <laughs> I saw the what is it the. Um, Rise of Evil to Target two pack the it's Keldor and whatever I I forget what the Rise of Evil Masters of the Universe Target two pack was. Oh, did that anyway? So, up. so anyway, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, but the but the thing of it is, is you know, I saw that several times before I even knew kind of thing, and then I had watched a couple of things and whatever. But, like, with Funko, like, I'm on my buddy's website, my buddy Wes Howard, who runs PoppinOffToys.com, and I'm looking at the TMNT PX exclusive. It's the, the, the comic version. So Funko is doing the old Every Bandana is Red and, you know, they've got Casey, they've got Shredder, and they've got the four turtles. But all six of these figures have a chance at Chase where they are all black and white. So the main figures that you will get are, you know, the green and what, you know, they are colored. But the exclusive part of it for, for Chase's... It, you know, is that the same figures, except they're all black and white. So that I can kind of see, like, not really being a big deal. Because if you say it's a chance at a chase, then if I get one, great. If I don't, okay, I had my chance. 
kind of thing. I don't know. Toys and toy collecting and, and everything, it just... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Feels like you can enjoy what you want to enjoy. And you can have your collection or whatever else. But unless you – but if you share that with anyone, it's like, oh, my God, why would you want to do that? Why would you want to engage with people? Because then everyone's either going to be jealous or they're going to be mad or, oh, you got this, but I didn't get that. Or, but it's, it, it, it's like we're all still fucking children around here sometimes, and it's just crazy. Well, I mean, why would anybody give anybody a hard time about liking something like Waterworld toys? I just I don't understand it. It's only one person I know <laughs> that likes Waterworld toys around here, folks. Well, <laughs> there, I I think there is something very different in people who collect toys versus people who don't, and I think one of those things is that you're still very much in touch with your childhood probably more than most people and it's just i i think with some people to a healthy extent and to some people an unhealthy extent and i'm not saying they're in touch with their childhood where they are just a big kid and they're in touch with their inner child and they know how to have fun and let loose i I think there are some people who are still very much more stuck emotionally in some ways as though they were still a child yeah and what i mean by that is just where people are probably more likely to allow their emotions to guide them than their own logic and common sense and experience. So and I've, told, I've told this story before. From 2005 to 2011, I had a actual toy collection still. I, I mean, I had just started it in 2005, but, you know, that was the first time I had actually had an actual toy collection since I was a kid kind of thing. And I would drop, you know, 2006 was the, for me, it was the explosion of eBay. And I can sit here and tell you, even though I was working and even though I was making the extra money and whatever else, and I could afford to do this, I, between G1, all of this was G1 figures, Optimus Prime, Blaster, Soundwave, and there was maybe one or two others. I guarantee you I paid, and this is 2005, 2006. I guarantee you I paid 100 or 120 or somewhere between 100 and $150 per figure. And I was buying these like one or two a month kind of thing. And at that time in 2005, when I was 25 years old, 
I was getting my childhood back. I was, you know, looking for every single thing that I could find, you know, turtle stuff, transformer stuff, He-Man stuff, whatever I could. That's the only reason why I ever ended up uh, in 2009 or 10, a club attorney or, or Maddie collector subscription person, because that was the only place you could get, you know, the current at the time new classics figures that they were doing. And I'm like, okay, yes, this isn't the original vintage toy, but this is a modern version of that, that I want to have kind of thing. And, you know, things happen and I had to sell the collection and, you know, that was in 2011 and, you know, 12 years later or 11, I should say 11 years later, I have no interest. One, there's one specific toy that I would ever go back on eBay to find a mint in box toy. And that would be transformers generation one Astro train. Cause that was my favorite out of all the transformers toys that Hasbro ever put out in the eighties. That was always my favorite, but I moved past that. I didn't, I'm not from 2011 to now. I was never in the whole thing of, needing to have the collection need i switched actually i switched from comics from toys to comics because i started the pull bag in 2013 here on the geekcast radio network which is our comic review show and discussion show so like it kind of switched and the comics i was buying were you know whatever was currently going on at the time at the time it was dc new 52 and marvel now and whatever so I had no, like, I was done with toys in 2011, and then somehow, some way, the end of 2016, beginning of 2017, I found out about Funko, and I have not looked back. However, I also say, I and I, and I do do this, I do abide by this, if I can't get it, fine. If it's too much, fine, or whatever. At the same time, I'm not sitting here. I will never have 3,000 Funko Pops. I don't want 3,000 Funko Pops. I want characters that aren't going to have a toy anywhere else. Again, like I mentioned, the Clark Griswold or even the, the Target exclusive uh, Home Alone, Kevin McAllister. The difference between the Target exclusive and the uh, the the common that they put out a couple of years ago. The Target exclusive has him in his winter hat. It, basically, it's the winter scene when he's walking home from the store when Harry and Marv chase him. So his winter gear. So that's why it's a Target exclusive is because he has a completely different outfit on. But I know I'm never gonna find an actual action figure toy of this version of Kevin McAllister anywhere else other than Funko and that's why I like them at the same time if it's something I don't like like Waterworld toys I would never buy a Waterworld Funko Pop so I think what's interesting about your collecting compared to my collecting like where you're at now so you start off trying to rebuild or expand on your childhood collection right which for me that's part of what it was there's a lot of displays that i have where i can say yep i had that as a kid yep i had that as a kid yep i had that as a kid but there's other figures in the same line that i didn't have that expanded because it's the kenner aliens line isn't huge and you can get most of the the first releases from that series 
pretty easily. There's only, I think, five or six human characters in that first one. You can get them all easily. I didn't have all of them as a kid. Uh, I think I only had the Drake, but they were three bucks a piece when I got them. But for me, it was, oh, so I can actually reclaim those positive parts of my childhood and expand upon it and revisit it. Because what's interesting, I think, with collecting, especially collecting toys, is that it's sort of a connection right back to your past. And I think that's why a lot of us like it, is that I can actually tangibly hold something that I know I had or maybe didn't have but had seen, and I now have it in my hands again 30 years later. I mean... So I was born in 84, so 93. There's toys that I have 30 years. Either I've had them for 30 years or I have them again after 30 years. Yeah. And for you with Funko, it's more you're now getting stuff that you could never have. Yeah, I mean, okay, so again, there there are plenty of Funko Pops I don't have yet that I would love to have. And you want to talk about an exclusive nightmare, just try getting the exclusive McDonald's five-pack. Anyway... But like again, going to something like like that, like your 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 precious food fighters thing, you know, I love the food fighters line. It was awesomely stupid, but I loved it as a kid. I don't need to I personally don't need to have it now, but again, I wanted when I was a kid every single character that any even the stupid you remember the stupid Burger King Kids Club commercials? There was an animated kid character. In yeah, the I have, okay, so you mean like the actual club, like the yeah, the yeah, 90s like, politically like, correct gang yeah, of kids. Yeah, yeah. So there was an actual. It's in one of the old Burger King Kids Club commercials. There was an actual, you know, mascot of of a kid character with the with the goggles, right? The blind. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I've yeah, got yeah, that. Yeah. Okay, so. Here, here's the thing. When it comes to Funko, other than Transformers and He-Man and certain movies and TV shows, I am looking for things that I wanted to pull off my television screen as a child slash teenager. Do you still need one of those? Because I think I might have a spare. No. But my point is, when Funko says they're going to make McDonald's pops, I'm like... I'm there already. I don't care, you know, Hamburglar, Ronald, Grimace, whomever, you know, it's like that's what gets me excited about the Funko well, stuff. But and again, as, as much as I, I gave you a hard time about Funko, the thing with Funko that I admire and I appreciate, and I think it's why a lot of people switch to it or get into it is because on my shelf, I have Marvel Legends, but there's cinematic and comic and they don't always mesh very well together they're cool they're same scale but they don't mesh so even in the same line i have figures that can't go together right yeah so i had the dc universe classics which kind of went okay with marvel legends sometimes they went pretty well sometimes they didn't they're again the cinematic figures actually look photo real so they don't really mesh with that stuff very well so i can't really combine those on the same display Sometimes I can, sometimes I can't. But now with McFarlane doing 7-inch scale DC figures, those don't fit with anything I have. (laughs) But Funko Pops, no, I I totally agree where you could have 
a, a character from Aliens, like I'm looking at my Kenner Aliens right now, you could have a Kevin Costner Waterworld. You could have the kid from Burger King. Yep. You, you could have the Backstreet Boys. You could have the Boyles. They have the Backstreet Boys, but yes. I never saw them in person, but yes, I'm aware of them. Yeah, yeah. I, I They weren't in outfits I really cared for, which is weird to say that, but... <laughs> anyways, but... No, I, I mean, I appreciate that about Funko quite a bit. I just... As someone who really has an affinity for vintage toys, I, I I have a hard time with Funko taking up as much space as it does, but I understand it. Yeah. I So I'd have to look on the actual Funko app. My phone's actually in the other room charging. But again, I'm on my buddy's website here, and I'm looking at it and whatever, and as far as I can tell, the only ones that they have put out for Backstreet were their basic generic white Millennium uniforms uh, from the Millennium album. So that's probably why why you didn't like them. And, and speaking of the Backstreet Boys and Burger King in the same sentence, <laughs> they have their their Burger King toys. My wife, my wife had them. My wife owned all five. Oh wow! Yeah. I think at one point, I had one of them just from a lot of toys I bought at like a garage sale or something. I had one of them at one point, uh, but I have all five. They're they're standing uh, with my. I, I've been so let, let's let's update where I've been, what I've been up to since like October with the toy show. Yeah, I really started getting interested in four inch, five inch scale figures that kind of have that Kennerish body of just the, the shoulders and the hips and the head. If right. you're lucky. Yeah. If you're really lucky they have the elbows. I've really started appreciating those. For whatever reason, I'm just really enjoying them. And so I've been kind of picking up some here and there. Kenner Robocop, for instance. They're not and if you can find a lot of these, they're not very expensive, but they fit really well in the Pee Wee Herman playset. So, wow. Well, hey, you know, we'll be hopefully seeing some more pictures of that as I get time to and a better camera to get more creative with it, because I think my iPhone camera has taken a little bit of a dip. And I I don't know if that's on purpose because it I don't know what model of iPhone do you have eight, but I'm not finding the photo quality to be as good as it was a couple of years ago. Yeah, I'm sure. Because they're all putting it into the 13 mini and the 14 and and everything else and all that. So yeah, I've been going after those those figures and the the Burger King Backstreet Boys toys. Despite some of their weird features, they actually fit pretty well with all that. James Bond Jr. is in that category. That's a wacky line. That is a line that not even that's, a mother. That's could neon. Look. Yeah, that's that's very neon. That is a very neon line. I and think I, I, I only ever I, had James Bond Jr. himself. I don't think I had any of the others. I recently got Odd Job, and I think it's Doctor No. I'm not sure, but I recently got Odd Job, and. I don't think there's too many others I have to get from the line. It might be one of those lines that if I see it for really, really cheap somewhere, then maybe I'll consider it. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it unless it's uh, – there's a, a toy shop up in Sheboygan 
of all places that I'm thinking about visiting, not because they have James Bond Jr., but if I'm ever up that way, it's only it's only about two hours for me and it's not too far away from a place I, I've gone to take some day trips to. So, um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, if they're neon, they're they're awesome. There's a bright neon orange James Bond Jr. figure and it's awesome. How much are you into the Marvel movies, or are you not into the Marvel movies? What do you mean? The Marvel Marvel Cinematic Universe, yay or nay? Oh, I, I mean, I love it. I haven't seen okay. Spider Man yet. Okay, no, no, it has nothing to do. It has nothing to do with Spider Man. The reason why I'm asking you is because you and your neon colors. These are not neon, but they have on Amazon. They have a. Uh, Funko Pop 5-pack of Thor, Captain America, Black Widow, Hawkeye, Hulk, and Iron Man with the Infinity Stone colors. So Thor is purple, Cap is blue, Black Widow is red, Hawkeye is orange, Hulk is green, and Iron Man is yellow. And at the bottom of each of this 5-pack, you know, because they come in a 5-pack, so they're all on this one stand, they have the stones at their feet. They look like they should be fruit flavored. <laughs> like this, I'm waiting, I'm waiting for Barney to just pop out. Come here, Fred. Give me your fruity pebbles. Do you remember those Otter Pops? Oh God, yes. These look like they could be the mascots for Otter Pops instead. Oh boy. You know what's funny is that there are Funko Pop Otter Pops. Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen. I actually uh, wasn't there another one that they did that was similar in that art style, but it was people who looked like vegetables or something like that. I can't remember. I don't remember. I, I just know as part of the ad icons line, they did the five. I, it was. I think it was in that line. Yeah. What, what was it called? Ad, ad icons. Yeah. Hey, Al- listeners, doesn't this sound Alexander? Exciting? Alexander the Grape. Strawberry Short Kook. Oh, God. I've never actually paid attention to the Otter well, Pops' did, actual names. They did the McNuggets, which are pretty cool. Yeah. They've done everything. I mean, they, they, they've they done everything, and they do everything. Uh, I, there's just several. So I've said this before on the show. I don't know if it would get me to stop collecting or you know i don't buy funko pops all the time like the last couple of purchases i've made have been the first ones i've purchased almost two years or so overall but uh alf they make an elf pop i i could stop they ever oh. make an elf pop i Alien i could life form see i'm still trying to look for these other because <laughs> they did otter pops i can't that's not the one i was thinking of though the thing is i think they could do a lot and i'm sure they if they could they they would but these ad icons are great but i'm seeing some yeah. of these look like old packages and stuff there's so much they could do with some good retro designs that would get me to consider crossing the line over into funko Didn't but you tell me you did buy one i have uh, my buddy Mark picked up the Enchanted Tiki Room set from Disney for me. That's right. Yeah. And I have a stone Goliath, a regular Goliath from Gargoyles, 
and I have an angry beaver. Mm. And the reason I have the angry beaver is that growing up, I had this tiny little gumball-sized angry beaver toy that I loved. See? This is this is why Funko is everything. Well, it, you know, <laughs> it, it's no bigger than, like, the tip of my thumb. But the thing is, like, the, the Funko Pop one looks almost exactly the same, but it's a bigger version. And I think I got right. it when I was on a school trip. I was like, I have to get something to make myself feel better. So, so that's why I got it. it, it it's just... It, Again, you've seen my collection. I, I yeah. don't have room for, for Funko Pops. <laughs> and I'm going to be expanding the, the shelving situation in here in the next month or two. Oh, Lord. Oh, boy. Hey, man. <sighs> I, I, I just found an article about the psychology of, of collecting. I mean, it's it's a process that might not ever be done, but according to my... At some point, it has to be done. <laughs> Well, I, I think that is the fun thing about collecting, though, and I think that's why we do it, is that you, you can completely change up your collection. You can yep. sell off a half of it and then repopulate it. Yep. Like, I can clear... If I wanted to, I would sell all my Marvel Legends and then maybe pursue something else. I don't know. Yep. Or probably just use the money for something else. That would probably be smart. <laughs> yeah. Save it, maybe. I don't know. Uh- <laughs> I'll buy GameStop stock. Oh, is that still a joke, really? I mean, we're in 2022. Come on now. That's right. Students in quarantine buying up GameStop stock. Oh, God. That's that's crazy. That's pretty recent in my memory. That was... Yeah, that's crazy. That feels like it was years ago now, but yeah, then again... I emailed parent, hey, why wasn't Jimmy paying attention in class? Oh, <laughs> Was trading stocks in class and probably making, <laughs> so probably made more money doing those trades than I probably did that entire week as a teacher. So I was like, I can't blame him. He's learning something. <laughs> that's crazy. All right, folks, I think that's going to do it for us. I think we've talked all the toys we can talk tonight in this episode, and I have no idea when this episode will be out, but it'll be out soon. Uh, where can the people find you online, sir? Uh, I still have my Twitter. I think it's just Floorburger. It's uh, at Floorburger553. I don't know yeah. what that's about, but that's what it is. I don't know why it's 553, but yeah, at Floorburger. That, that's how you can see me try to cleverly respond to other people's tweets and think I'm special and unique and deserve full compliments. <laughs> Oh, Lord. I am at TF2 and Mike. You can also follow at TF Toycast for the show. Uh, like I said, I'm flying by the seat of my pants, folks. So we, whenever we have the next episode, I'm not sure what it's going to be about, if it's going to be an Origins or if it's going to be something else. Uh, no clue. What it, is it too late to do fall-themed shows? No, it's too early. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, we had all those. Uh, it's too early you- now. January and February are just not good months. I don't. I, well, what, do you, what do we talk about? January and February are for anything, not just toys, but for movies, for this, for that, for whatever. I February was where they stuck all the movies that well, studios thought were going to. I mean, you know, uh, not this year, but next year will be twenty years since Daredevil was released on Valentine's Day. Anyway. I have a story uh, about that. 
so do I. Okay. <laughs> but uh, no, I I just feel like with, with with even though this year, last year, I keep saying this year, last year, whatever. Even though 2021 was crazy and whatever else, Christmas has always been, you know Christmas is what Christmas is. And then by the time January and February roll around, everybody just wants to just kind of relax. Nobody wants to have to pay attention to anything or do anything or go anywhere or, you know, I don't know. It, it's always been recovery months from holiday time, I guess. So yeah, we'll figure out something. So, Oh yeah. Yeah. We can might, see my brain's still not even working. I'm still recovering from the holidays myself. Yeah. I just uh, was on Twitter or Instagram or one of them things. Uh, oh, no, I think I put it on the ToyCast Facebook page. I said uh, I, I, these are old pictures. They're actually before the holidays, but I <laughs> posted uh, my um, uh, shit. The hell's name? My Nightwing toy because somehow or another it fell off my desk at the time and I posted it there and I'm like, oh, what did it say? It says, uh, Nightwing new 52 red. This is the, uh, DC multiverse. This is the one that came in the two pack with red hood. Nightwing is still recovering from Christmas and it's basically him face down on the floor <laughs> next to a transformers poster in a garbage bag. <laughs> well, so did you, did you like my video of, uh, the famous Star Wars deaths. Yes, yes, famous Star Wars deaths. Oh, Lord, uh, are we still recording, or are we all? They're all dead. Yes, no, no, no. Of course, we're still recording. What are you oh. talking about? Uh, we will catch you next time, folks. Here as we are talking toys on Toycast. Bye, everybody. Be good people. Don't be stupid, toy collectors. Be smart ones. Yeah.